0: it's feeling it's a weird feeling the plane it's gonna blow up it's gonna blow up in death
1: there are no accidents no coincidences who knows which one of us is next
0: you have a responsibility to tell me nobody has control over life and death the night watch zone monster friday right 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 welcome to the channel ladies and gentlemen tonight on monster fridays Corey Andrews with me and our special guest <laughs> angela from morbid Heart designs how are you ladies doing tonight good excited right. to
2: be here talk more how are you
0: i'm I'm excited this is great this is going to be our next uh franchise that we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. and it's a really it's an interesting franchise so i'm pretty darn excited about it um before we get going let's see who we have in the live chat and then uh we'll do some quick takes and things like that uh patrick's in the chat saying i think they should have kept tony todd as the face of death i agree I agree. I loved Tony mm-hmm. Todd in these movies. Mm-hmm. And I wish we could have seen more of him. That would have been great. Strange Monkey is in the chat saying, hello there. What's up? Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, man? Uh, let's see. Neil from Neon Black Reviews is in the chat saying, when I hear Final Destination, I think Allie Larder. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she she had a really good part in these first two movies, so it was really, really cool um to see a returning character we got TYTD in the chat saying evening all what's going on what's Hello. going on trips in the chat saying hey. <laughs> here to the party <laughs> all right, right. <laughs> that's awesome and she's like hey angela <laughs> mm-hmm. that's awesome uh dmc my man dmc is in the chat saying hey night and Corey, Andrew, what's going on how you doing man nice to see you welcome welcome uh, and let's see, <laughs> Patrick, Holy Crow, an all-star panel tonight. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, we got Jake. Jake's in the chat too, saying, "Hey, all, what's going on, Jake? How you doing, man? Nice to see you." All right. Oh, and Eric just jumped in. All right, love Devon Sawa in this. Cool when we see him do horror, this Idle Hands, and now Chucky. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. absolutely. And Flamethrower jumped in too. Put it this way, after watching part two, I refuse to drive behind a lumber truck. Right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Proof of my point from earlier.
0: Right? Yeah. A lot of these, Um, like all these movies make you fear something from these. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's do do a quick take and we're still going to give people another minute to jump in here if they choose to do so. But let's do a quick take. Uh, Corey Andrew, I'll, I'll let you start. You know this movie and this series. I mean, what's your what's your quick take on it?
1: I mean, all I have to say is you can't cheat death because it always comes back for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, ain't that the truth? And how about <laughs> you, Angela?
2: I really can't disagree with anything that Corey Andrews said. So, it was beautifully said. I agree with it. I've...
0: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And and this movie, the thing about it is, it really it made me afraid of a lot of normal things in my life. you know what I mean? (laughs) This movie and all the other ones. And I think that's what was really cool. And Angela was talking about that a little bit before we went live is just the concept of it. And we'll, we'll get Mm -hmm. into that some more as well, but I think it's a, it's a fantastic um, concept and this movie. Definitely changed gears, you know, especially for the year 2000, you know, we needed a fresh take in horror. And I think this, tried and succeeded to a large degree of bringing something fresh. Um, mm-hmm. And also, just to also thank Angela for joining us tonight, which was really cool, because yeah. we've been wanting to get you on with us live for so long. So awesome, right? you guys. I do have Angela's link to her channel in the description. Please, if you have not checked out her channel, please do so. Um, so I'm really- just saying
1: this Without night, you know, knowing that I was going to say this, but you should join us if you can for like all these movies. <laughs>
0: we may may not have yeah. already
2: talked about that as a possibility. But I'm oh, that's cool! Be, uh, thank you. Right? Nice.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> nice. But um, but yeah, so that'll be really really fun. We got a few more people that jumped into the chat, and while you guys get situated there, we'll get finished getting set up. So mm-hmm. sit back, relax. You guys know what time it is. You think it's over now? You're wrong. I'm a man of my word. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Vibe in the night watch zone. Zenymore's hype when the lights come on. Hit a like and subscribe to the show. My blow, go viral. No COVID the spiral emotions. Hand on the Bible. Only go sign in the dopest of vitals. Better tune in yeah, you know it's vital. From swatch the negative, Kane hotter, Corey G down to Harry Potter. Shitsigorney weaver of the night watch zone. Come with me to the night watch zone. zone.
1: zone. zone.
0: zone. Alright. Okay, so Let's get down to brass tacks. We're talking about Final Destination. Coriander, I'll, I'll start with you. First, I first things that come to your mind when this movie started. Any anything that hit you right off the bat? Because I know Angela, myself, we hadn't seen this movie in a long time. So, how about mm-hmm. you? When this movie started, what'd you think? You know, <laughs> I've always been scared of
1: flying. And I actually, the first time I ever flew, I was with my eighth grade class. We were flying to Florida. So I didn't mm-hmm. have my parents. And it was terrifying, let me tell you. But <laughs> you think this movie's all, yeah, this class, they're going to Paris. They're, you know, they're packing up, getting ready. And they get to mm-hmm. the airport. And, yeah, I mean, it all looks like it's going to go just fine. The typical, you know. Packing, tripping, heading <laughs> Is it your first off. First so. time
2: seeing it then, just out of curiosity. For me, yeah.
1: Oh no, no! I actually, okay. when I saw this in 2000, I saw it in the drive-in. So yeah, Ooh. that'd be so cool.
0: It was, nice. yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, very, very, very cool. How about you, Angela? What were you thinking as as the movie opened up and we see these kids are getting ready for this 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 plane trip? <laughs>
2: Not that it was going to go as hardcore as it did so fast. You don't good really point. don't yeah. get that for a horror movie. There's usually some slow buildup or you get to know your character. So that first death is a little bit more emotional or shocking or yay. The asshole jock just got murdered or whatever. But this one was like, nope, nope. Everybody you just met, they're gone.
0: Right. That's a good point. I. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I never really thought of it like that. Um, it did really start off quick. Um I agree with that whole idea of the fear of flying too, man. Like, And I've been on a plane a bunch of times and uh, even before just I saw once. this movie. Oh, just once for you?
1: Yeah, man, I haven't since, so yeah.
0: <laughs> it's scary shit, man. It really is. Yeah,
2: we'll need to change that when it's a little bit safer to travel.
1: Right? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> You'd have to like drug me.
0: <laughs> real quick too in the chat these guys are having fun in here uh, strange monkey had said that it looked like tony todd was in the stream with us
1: <laughs> ah wouldn't that be something
0: <laughs> that'd be cool Dude.
2: i also right. think sean william scott looks like it and when you keep changing screens i was like oh there's somebody here oh wait nope nope that's,
0: that's not <laughs> so, thank you nice. i'm
2: not the only one
0: right <laughs> Max in the chat saying, I think of the logs on the back of that truck. Mm -hmm. That is so true, man. (laughs) Absolutely. Patrick saying the new intro is so Mm hype. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. Mm We appreciate that, Max saying. Uh, never mind, I forget the first one was on the plane. <laughs> right. Spoilers:
2: yeah. the logs are not in the first one at all. Right. I was actually yeah. hoping that scene would come up because it's still traumatizing to this day, and I still it change is. lanes to this day. But <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess it's not this one. By the time everything was done, I'm like, all right, I guess I need to buy the franchise.
0: Right. <laughs> nice. Jake saying, uh, when I think of Final Destination, I think of Stifler. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eric like says uh, it could be worse. Seeing Tony Todd is a lot better than when Knight had that pick of Buster Rhymes up.
2: <laughs> That's <sighs> right.
0: Yeah, I'd leave. <laughs> Ninja is in the chat. <laughs> hey, all, I'm a bit late, but I made it. Welcome. Welcome, man. <laughs> but anyways, but let's let's get into into a little bit more of this. I mean, once they're on the plane and like Angela said, this thing, it went quick, you know, and yeah. when I first saw it, I was thinking, wait a minute, they all died, and then of course you know right. you got that whatever it is that two seconds, and then you mm-hmm. see that Alex, all of it was a vision that he had, and as soon as that happened, I was like, oh man, here we go, and then they start to kind of build the characters a little bit. You you had seen the friendship that Alex had with Todd, and obviously you know we saw um, Carter and and Terry and and, and Miss mm-hmm. Luton and all that. I'll throw it to you uh, again, Coriander. You know, at this point, did I mean, obviously, I'm sure you figured that the plane was going to blow up. What did you think when it did?
1: Like you all said, it was like, holy shit, everyone's dead. This just started. And it was crazy. Yeah, he woke up from his dream and he's like shaking up and then those girls come up to him just like in his dream, saying, hey, Mm -hmm. can we have your seats? And he jumps up and he tries the, whatever it is that comes down and you can put your tray on and the thing breaks. And so, yeah, I mean.
2: It's going, I just saw this happen. This is, no, no. Like his acting was so on point in that scene. I was like, I feel for you. I would probably be shitting my pants.
1: I yeah. would get off the plane too if I saw that. Right, frig that! I would be off. So
0: yeah, yeah. man, and, and and Angela, you know, when they got to the point when it when they got off of the plane, I mean, per- personally speaking, I was just like, wow, you guys, you guys saved yourself. You know, when you first watch this movie, you don't really know exactly what how it was going to go, mm-hmm. but I gotta admit, it was such an interesting take. And by the way, when the plane did explode, it looked so horrific like i don't know about you you guys but it just looked really really bad and like i said it's given me fear of flying ever since even more so than before i mean people were flying out of the airplane and everything for 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 a movie made back in 2000 i think the effects were were pretty good what did you what did you think of that angela oh
2: yeah I, I think they held up really well like usually you can watch a movie and be like oh this is old I don't remember one time watching it where I was like oh these effects are so outdated this is so bad yeah. so I think they i would put it as they held up real well
0: yeah good point absolutely how about you coriander do you think do you think the same
1: yeah I thought that scene was great and what what I just found out too which you know maybe you all knew this but I didn't but mm. that this movie was based on a trip where there was these a high school class going off and a, it blew up, a plane blew up.
0: So mm.
1: yeah, I mm. thought that was crazy because I didn't know that before.
0: So. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's yeah. a, that's, wow, that's good trivia. Um, Flamethrower <laughs> saying, imagine if they played part one as the in-flight film back in the day. Oh God. They probably did. I, yeah, they probably <laughs> They probably did. I would have been so freaked out, man. Uh, Tripp saying it's weird how there are so many awesome kills, but also so many crap ones as the series rolled along. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely... We're we're planning uh, to go through the whole series. And, I mean, in general, I think they did a pretty good job, but there were a couple that were kind of, you know, below this. But we'll get to that, you know, once we get there. But anyways... So these guys are saved. They get off of the plane, and then they're questioned uh, by the FBI. Which, of course, I guess you know that would make sense. Did you guys get a certain you know feel for the characters that you either liked or didn't like, or that interested you? And I'll start with you, Corander.
1: Um, you know, I always enjoyed uh, what the hell? Alex and of yeah. course Clear. You know, they're like the main two and Carter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even lasted throughout this pretty much the whole thing too almost. Yeah, he did. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't have a favorite, but mm-hmm. it's not like I didn't enjoy the cast, you know. That's a good of course point. there was a couple where they're just, you know, so they can get picked off, you know, cuz they didn't get right. too deep like like Carter and his girlfriend, you know, yeah. but but I didn't mind it the cast.
0: Yeah. Well, And, you know, the thing at this point in the movie, once they've survived, the whole point of this movie is that they cheated death, but in the end, you can't really cheat death. So for me, this is when the whole idea of, you know, the concept of the movie comes into play, and I'll, I'll bring it to Angela. As far as the concept of what this movie is, and obviously what they did later on in the series... What do you think that did for horror? Do you think that this was, was inventive or you know, did it interest you a lot or how'd you take it?
2: I don't know how to answer that right now. I'm like, okay, back in the day, I liked horror, mm-hmm. but I didn't have enough time in high school to watch a lot of horror.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really do think it did shape a lot though, cause it was a very creative concept. Uh, A lot of the horror doesn't, most mainstream horror does not go to the root of people's fears. It's very superficial or how extreme can we kill people or what, how much blood or boobs can we get away with? This one doesn't really have much blood, doesn't have nudity, and it really went to Everybody's really afraid of death. It's a universal fear that people can't escape. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the first movie that I'd seen, anyways. Even thinking about a lot of the indie things that I watched, there's not a lot that are willing to go to that universal root fear that everybody faces in their life. Right. And this one was like, Guess what? You don't get Mm -hmm. to do it once. You get to do it two, maybe three times before death.
0: Yeah, very good point. And we got we got Jill in the chat too, saying, "Hey, <laughs> what's going on, Jill?"
1: Hello. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it definitely got to to a universal fear, and it, like I said, this movie, even when I, re-watched I mean, you're talking
1: it about time, like reality. This is stuff mm-hmm. that could really happen, and that makes it a lot scarier than, right. You know, your typical slasher that you can see coming at you. You can't mm-hmm. see fate. You don't know when it's coming.
0: Right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it just felt like that there was no true way to win or survive. You know, all you're doing Definitely is like you can cheat it. Yeah, you can, it.
2: It can and inevitably, it's going to catch up
1: with you. Yeah, well, that's the most brutal I mean, part of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Alex was smart to figure out the design, but mm-hmm. yeah, it finally caught up to him and all of them, well, except for you know, clear, but
0: yeah, right. Uh, we got John is in the chat saying when I think of when I think of it's being on a coaster at Six Flags with my kids and continuing to yell Final Destination throughout the ride. <laughs> hey, John, I am not going to lie, man. I actually did that. <laughs> <tennis> too. <laughs> That's too funny. I did that, too, at Six Flags. And I was um, there with my cousins and my brother who's not here tonight. But uh, And I was saying that, too. I was like, what about Final Destination? you know that's funny but it but it it did bring an extra layer of fear and i love roller coasters Mm -hmm. but there was an extra layer of fear because of final destination three you know it's crazy um let's see ginger ninja talking about one of the kills (laughs) damn did not see that coming right i really didn't see it i mean yeah there's no doubt about that Uh, eric saying what i loved from this series was the rube goldberg effect of the deaths, one thing caused mm-hmm. another to happen and so on until the victim yeah. was killed. Great use of creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, yeah. true enough. Jill saying, good point, Coriander, about fate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Strange Monkey saying, I always try to be careful with so many things because of this movie, right? Yeah, it's true, man. <laughs> it, it definitely so makes
1: true. you more aware and cautious of what you're doing.
0: Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and before we get to the specific deaths, because that's kind of where the story takes place, I want to say one other thing about the concept of this movie. And you ladies, let me know what you think. But when I started seeing what was going on with this movie, it made me think of another favorite horror movie of mine from way back in the day that I always wondered if there was some inspiration this movie took from, and that's The Omen. And in The Omen... Like, it was always these weird things that would kind of happen. I always think of that scene um, when David Warner uh, gets killed by the plate of glass. You know, there were a couple of things that happened beforehand. He had to be in a certain place, and then, you know, the truck, the gears moved on its own, and something moved out of the way for it to roll, and then it hit something so that the glass could shoot forward. You know, so it was like almost that same type of idea. And you know, sometimes I wonder about that. Do you do you guys think that there's any parallels between the two movies or anything? Or am I crazy?
1: Uh well, no, you know, obviously you've got one where you have the devil that's, you know, making these terrible things mm-hmm. happen. Right. You know, which yeah, a lot of these things happened in accident form. Right. You know, or mm-hmm. you know, Damien Cruising on his bike, an innocent child, who supposedly you think is innocent, but we all know it's not. He's not innocent, spoiler alert. Exactly, right. (laughs) (laughs) And with Final Destination, it's fate doing all this, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Absolutely.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if there was inspiration in the storytelling device, because that's a great way to build up fear. Because you know something's coming that the character doesn't know.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's a great
2: yeah. storytelling device to build that tension and that oh oh no is it going to is it going to happen is am i right with how i see this playing out? But yeah. i don't think the story i don't know. I would yeah. well, i would be surprised if it didn't influence the storytelling.
0: Yeah, and and that's all that i meant cuz obviously okay. one is about you know an actual antichrist and one is about you know a, a physical fate. you know force oh, or yeah. fate or whatever.
2: Movies. watch them
0: all yeah right absolutely <laughs> they are uh triv says uh that's a that's a way good thought about the omen mm-hmm. oh yeah thanks mm-hmm. all right Neil saying great point night the omen had several deaths where there were clues as to what was going to happen all right yeah mm-hmm. Look- yeah, I mean that, and that's <laughs> what popped into my mind is just how these things were just these dominoes of something that's going to happen. And like you said, Angela, you know something's going to happen. You don't know exactly when, and sometimes you'll get to that point where you think it's going to happen, and it it doesn't. It goes for another mm-hmm. two seconds or five seconds. So you're always, for me, I'm always on edge, like when is it going to happen? And um, it's interesting. But let's get to some of the death scenes, because as the story goes on, that's what starts to happen is death, quote unquote, death starts to come back for these folks that escaped or cheated death. And after the plane crash and everyone's kind of doing their own thing, the first thing is or the first death happens to Alex, Alex's best friend, Todd. And Coriander, I'll throw it to you. Uh, We're talking about what I'd like to call Beware Your Bathroom. (laughs) <laughs> so what did you think of that scene with Todd?
1: I mean, that wasn't it. They're all intense, but this one kind of got me because, I mean, the kid, you could see the, the toilet starts leaking and mm-hmm. the water's coming his way and he's not yeah. really paying attention and he's, you know, shaving, and he's like getting a little cut and the water's coming closer and then he's going over towards the shower and His mom, Mm -hmm. it's like of all things to hang your laundry in the bathroom. Okay, so he's taken that stuff away and he slips on the water and Mm -hmm. that cord gets wrapped around his neck. And it's crazy because I mean he's struggling. The shampoo falls, he can't catch his grip, he's clawing, his blood vessels in his eyes pop.
0: Yeah. That was a brilliant
1: detail. That one sold it. Yeah. Right? And you it know, really you know, yeah, and you know you're gonna die. So yeah, yeah, that got me. If
2: yeah. you like true crime, the moment that happens, you're like, you know, your shit, you hired the right people.
1: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it was a rough death, man. And when I watched it, mm-hmm. and again, I've seen this movie before, it'd been a little while since I had seen this one, but I knew what was gonna happen. But yeah. I forgotten like the little bits leading up to it, how, you know, the exact order, you know, because it was a couple right. times, like you said, it was a couple times he almost bit the bullet, but he didn't, you know, whether it was with the razor blade or the water coming from under the toilet, you know, and then he's yeah. going into the, uh, the bathtub, but it was brutal, man. Cause I sat there and I even cringed. I was like, oh man, fate but, worked um, hard
2: yeah. for that death. fate right? earned that death. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and of course, at this point in the movie, too, we find that Alex saw a vision of it. You know, he 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 put the clues together when the paper got all uh, ripped up by the mm-hmm. fan and he saw the piece of paper yeah. on his knee that said Todd. And so, of course, mm-hmm. he's heading over to his buddy's house. He's too late. But this is the beginning of him understanding maybe I can see these events before they happen, which I think was a really good... Added mm-hmm. little thing in this movie, because now your protagonist or your lead, he has he has um, a capability that's interesting. You know what I'm saying? And that carried a lot of the movie. And I think also it, it really gave him and Ali Lauder really good depth to their characters, because like Angela said, the movie started right off the ground running. So we really didn't get a lot of character, you know, uh, depth or anything but at this point, we started to see a little bit. So definitely a cool we depth. It added a
2: moment. fun dimension to the story itself because there was that mm-hmm. tid- little bit of knowledge and then the flashes that come through as the mm-hmm. movie- or as the story progresses. And that um, Allie Lauder's character, Claire, starts to see things too. It's just like really mm-hmm. fascinating concept of what if we could do that in real life? Would you want that power? I don't think right. we
0: Yeah, and it, but of course, and you're right. That's what I was going to say too mm-hmm. is that Would you want that ability? Because when he was explaining it to to her and we'll get into um, the next death. But when he was explaining it to her, she said we could go crazy thinking about all these uh, different types of clues, quote unquote clues, because they were sitting there at the um, uh, the coffee place or whatever. And she said, well, we're drinking coffee, so should I think the the C in coffee and the E at the end stands for choke? I'm gonna choke on my coffee. You know, so it's like, but she's right. It could drive you absolutely batshit. Mm-hmm. So that was like another one of those things. Um, let me just catch up to the chat here for a second here, two guys. Uh, Trib was saying one thing I'll always give them credit for is building tension for each death. I agree, okay. absolutely. Uh, eric saying todd's death is the most brutal to me slow and painful right it was slow and painful man it was i think
2: that was good storytelling though because it's the first death we get after the plane accident so it's just Mm -hmm. showing you how bad this can get uh i think if they did a wimpy death it wouldn't have been as powerful for the story progression
0: right yeah, I agree. No, that's a good point. It was definitely powerful. And we got Lamar in the chat saying, good evening. What's going on, Lamar? How are you doing? Hello. Welcome, welcome. Nice to see you. Uh, Neil saying, I've heard these films described as slashers where death is uh, it, is the unseen exactly killer. Exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when I saw this, I thought about reality, Lamar says, right? Exactly. Yeah. That makes it even scarier. Yeah, that bathroom death was so brutal. It really was, man. No doubt. T Y T D said Mrs. Luton's death was a lesson in slapstick. Like, if I could could go wrong, it will go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> True enough. Absolutely. But um, the next death, and I'll 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 kind of take that one uh, that we see is uh, the bus stop death uh, for um, Terry, and. You know that it was kind of again. It was a scene where they were talking. First, it was Alex and Clear, you know, about the the signs. And Alex had mm-hmm. said something that was pretty interesting about you know if if we open ourselves up to the signs. And I was like, yeah, I kind of dig that. But all of a sudden, you got Carter coming around the corner with uh, with Terry, and they and jump out of the car. Beautiful
1: car. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: and they start arguing and you know, and blah, blah, blah. And she's just tired of it, man, because she's tired of all the, the, the bullshit, you yeah. know, because obviously is this it, death, huh?
2: Is it bad I wanted him to be dead? I hated Carter. Like I was like, can you just die? I think everybody hated this dude. All this This drama is is, you're you're causing all this shit
0: that doesn't need to happen, right? I know exactly. And then of course she's pissed off, and I don't know why, but you know she's stepping back. Mm -hmm. And like someone in the chat said, it just happened really quick. And wow, what a gut punch! I mean, it it was so quick and so shocking that even. Even the characters just had this look on their face like, oh, no, what just happened? And it was just crazy. It was like Mm -hmm. another like gut punch. I mean, seriously. I mean, and I'll I'll throw it to you guys. What did you think of that one, Coriander? Uh,
1: It was great. I mean, Mm because you didn't expect it. You know, and then the next thing you know, like you said, she's splattered and they're getting sprayed. So, yeah, yeah, it was quite a scene.
2: feel like her death is kind of super sad because she finally stood up to him i don't think he was a good boyfriend and for her to finally like decide i am done i'm out of all this and then to Mm. die i was like oh no like we don't know much about you but there was clear growth in your character
1: and you're gone
0: right right and it was just so Again, it wasn't a slow death, but it was just still you got to think it was
1: quick. She, well, her death was probably the quickest, so
0: yes, yes. I take no, that
1: definitely, hence, well,
2: one of the quickest. I mean, we'll go into details later, no spoilers <laughs> just yet,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, let's throw this out there too, because we've got to also talk about the scene where we had my man, uh, the legendary, the, the great, uh, Tony Todd. When they were checking on um, the body of Todd, um, first of all, I just think that he was just—he's so, he, always awesome, uh, you know. In my I mean, opinion, anyway, doesn't he though? I mean, right? it, and it was just such a cool ass scene. Um, I'll, I'll start with you, Coriander. Ender. What, what did you think about this scene with Tony Todd and what what he represented and just the creepiness and what was going on him as a more quote unquote mortician? <laughs>
1: yeah, he was perfect to be the one to tell these guys about death yes. and how you can't mess with it and it's gonna get you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I loved how it like, and I'll see you soon. You know, right. so yeah, yeah it, it couldn't have been played by a perfect person, so yeah.
0: Right, right, how about you, Angela?
2: I I sometimes wonder, thinking back on that scene, was that really the the mortician or the person performing the autopsy? I don't I don't remember his exact title in the story, or was he possessed and death was actually speaking to them through that moment, or was he just some random guy just messing with their heads hardcore? Like either mm. way, it's it, it's interesting to think about the different dynamics. But I kind of want to say he got possessed briefly and death mm. was literally talking to them.
0: Yeah, I just mean, it how
2: is- creepy it was.
0: It was creepy, and you know, um, throughout the other movies, it becomes even more creepy because he knows things that he probably shouldn't know or, or probably couldn't know unless there was something like you're you're alluding to something supernatural or another force that's intervening. Tony Todd's
2: staring at me creepily. I might need to put a post-it note now. This is
0: <laughs> you thinking it's death. <laughs>
2: Just, just, in in case. Case. <laughs> just in case, he's now kidding.
0: <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's just it's just crazy to to wonder what's going on with him. You know, uh, Triv is saying Tony Todd is the horror icon. We need mm-hmm. more than we deserve. Yeah, right. Absolutely, man. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Eric saying my favorite part of the movie is Alex's paranoia, especially by the time he's all alone in the cabin. Yeah, I mean this this. It went pretty dark. It really, really did. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But after the bus stop death, um, the next one that we have, the main one that we get get next after that is obviously, you know, Miss Luton's death, uh, Teacher, Teacher. And this one was really dominoes. You know, mm-hmm. I'll start with you, Coriander. What did you think about her death?
1: I mean, this poor woman.
0: <laughs> yeah. She
1: didn't really have a chance. I mean... How the hell did, did she even get her neck cut? To her like computer or something? What was it? Yeah, the yeah. The glass exploded. She, yes. Yeah. Water leaked on it, I guess. Yeah, and it exploded. And mm-hmm. I mean, she her neck. In, like, her,
2: her alcohol on it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and mistake because it slits her throat. And she's going into the kitchen, and she like, what the hell did she slip again or something?
0: Right? Well, she was, I don't know she, how, Her, she was, she was cut and she was bleeding. And then yeah, so she slipped on her blood.
1: And that's, I'm she, just trying she, to figure out how she fucking fell. And well, then she, she reaches the for the. image
2: those, right now, when she threw that cloth over the knives, it's been a long time. So I forgot how she died. I was like, oh, that's going to haunt your ass. You right? are going to read that choice. And then when she's reaching up <sighs> for it, I was like, I told you. I told yeah. you.
0: Yeah. And she pulls on the towel and then the knife comes right on her. And then that's that's the first part. But she wasn't dead yet, Coriander. She wasn't dead yet. Would I feel you, would you, so would you... bad
2: for Alex in this entire scene. Because all he wanted to do was save her.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he actually was, was at the house. Because he, you know, obviously at this point, he figured it out. And he also figured out the order in which they were going to die. Mm-hmm. So he was at the house. And... um Well, first he got taken away by the FBI because she called the FBI on him and he gave them his his rendition of what's going on. They didn't believe him. They had to let him go. But he went back and this was right when she got stabbed and he actually was in the house with her as she was dying. But then there was that little explosion, uh, that mini explosion, and then the chair falls on the knife to really... Like, stab her to kill her. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this poor woman. It was like like four or five things that happened to lead up to that. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just crazy, man. It really is. I, I felt, like you say, Coriander, I felt really, really bad for her. There was no doubt about that. Um, but real quick, too, in the chat, uh, Neil was saying, Tony Todd's scene in Murder Set Pieces was hilarious. Tony Todd is just awesome, man. He really, really is. Strange Monkey saying so much went wrong in this scene. Terrible. Mm. Yeah, it did. It really, really did. Um, But yeah, so. That
2: makes you wonder if the writer really had it out for a teacher that she might have been based off of and let all of their anger out in the writing. Like, how much went wrong is kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, too. Like, you never know, because obviously, a lot of times when these things have been being written, there, Based off of maybe some type of reality of sorts or whatever, but I don't know. But you know, all of that happens, and he's running. You know, um, Alex runs away. It the house explodes. It's a huge ass explosion. Like it's just ridiculous. What that's the other thing too. She was dead, right? And then the house exploded. It's like wow, this lady really had it bad because you got to remember before before this scene. She wanted to leave town because she was just so distraught, all the, all the traumatic stress and all that. She wanted to leave town. I
2: like they pulled in the survivor guilt with one of them because that would yes. legit, in my opinion, happen to at least one person in a group. So I really appreciate that they touched upon the survivor guilt.
0: That's a good point. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and it made sense. It really did make mm-hmm. sense. But after that, we have our scene um, at the tracks, the railroad tracks. And um, yeah, man, there was a couple things that were going on there. Coriander, I know Mm -hmm. you enjoy the the vehicle and stuff like that. So I'll let you I'll let you take this one. What did you think of how this death started to happen? Because Carter obviously was losing his mind. He's he's driving as if to kill himself because he's like, you know, no one can control my fate. You know, I control my life. I control my death and all that type of stuff. And he goes to the railroad tracks. What did you think of that scene?
1: You know, it's a shame because that nice car gets ruined and it's a bummer. You know, Carter, shit, it's too bad he wasn't in it. But, you know, I'm more upset about the car than him. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. No, he got lucky. I mean, y'all knew that somehow he was going to get stuck because he waited too long to get out of the car and the train was right there. And, of course, Alex had the vision of the seatbelt ripping Yes. And he knew that he'd be able to save him, so yeah, he got yeah. lucky and of course, poor Stifler. he's all I told you, you know I'm not going to go near you, you know you're going to die, and then the next thing you know, half of his head's gone,
0: so yeah, yeah I mean, great it scene. was yeah, it was crazy how all that happened because you didn't expect it uh, angela, how how about you? How did that scene hit you? Because at first, when I first saw this, I really thought Carter was going to die.
2: Mm-hmm. I was holding my breath. I don't know if I should admit that or not, but I was holding my breath at points and going, "Okay, nope, nope, that's not going to happen yet." They did a really good job with, "Is he go- Is he taunting death too much? Is death going to take him?" Right. Um, and I, I Stifler. We're just going to call him Stifler, even though that's not his name. He's forever <laughs> Stifler. Everybody, you can tell when somebody grew up if he's Stifler right. or not. Um, when he died, excuse me. I was like, wait, that came out of nowhere. I didn't right? see that coming. I mean, you could see it wobbling. Yes. You could see the metal piece wobbling, and it's just... But who's it going to get? I was not expecting that.
0: Yeah. It was definitely a gut punch. I, I didn't mm-hmm. see it... Like I said, I thought Carter was going to die. He barely gets out. The car gets destroyed by the train. And, you know, <laughs> I did want
2: to see more of the Stifler character. So that was disappointing. I, I did enjoy his comic relief.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was the comedy, man. So at mm-hmm. that point, I was just thinking, all right, so who's going to be next? Because you got to remember, Alex did not tell them which one of them was going to die first, you know, between Carter and Billy. You know, they both mm-hmm. obviously were afraid it was them, but nobody knew for sure. And um, but when it happened, he was like. Yeah, you know, I I intervened and I saved Carter, so it it skipped it skipped you and all this type of stuff. So now the whole idea of the design of death and cheating it changed a little bit, which I thought was interesting too, because that was kind of how they were going to try to um, win, so to speak. You know what I mean? And that was that was an interesting thing that we saw we we would see later on in the franchise as well. Which which again, I think that this movie. Had a lot of cool things in it, man. It really, really did. Um, Real quick, too, in the chat, uh, we got Seth. Seth's in the chat. Hellbound himself saying, it's great to see everyone. Hope everyone is having a great night. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, man. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. Welcome to the chat. Nice to see you. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, Let's see. Strange Monkey saying, my brothers and I kept rewinding that death scene many times because it was so unexpected. Laugh out loud. Right? It really was. I mean... And and it had a viciousness to it as well, man, because he survived and, you know, well, they all survived at that point. And, you know, obviously, like we said, Stifler was just kind of talking some smack and I'm going to stay away from you. I'm going to get away from you. And then next thing you know, bam, that piece of metal from the train track. But again, hit, you that's, know, that's
1: yeah. Again, that's like a death that I would take versus, you know, the teacher or the mm. bathtub because again, that would be quick. So right, he right. got lucky.
0: Yeah, with he did, where I he
2: guess. got hit. Yeah, it would be super quick.
0: Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. But after this, um, you know, it's it's pretty much down to the last three. We got Carter, Clear, and Alex. And kind of what Eric in the chat was alluding to at this point, Alex. You know, he goes into the cabin alone, and he's just trying to. I, I, his paranoia was 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 so high, but you can understand why, man. He's like barricading himself. He's using duct tape to keep Mm -hmm. things tied down. It was creepy. What do you think of that, Angela? I'll I'll let you go with that.
2: I am the type of person, I would have done the exact same thing. I would Mm. bubble wrap everything. The knives would be outside. I don't know how (laughs) I would cut up my food. Probably have to go on a raw food diet just to survive because you can't cook either. Right. The the rabbit holes, like, my brain already works this way. There's a reason why I have morbid heart designs. My brain's already messed up, and death's always immediately the answer to everything. So I already do this.
0: (laughs) I just don't act
2: on the impulses because I realize, like, to legitimately act on it is kind of on the legit crazy side. Or I need a (laughs) psychological evaluation. But my brain already goes down the possible ways to die all the time.
0: Right, right. I hear you. What about you, Coriander?
1: I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about starving, right? Because baby food. You can live off of baby
0: food and you'd be all right. Yeah, he was eating something you know, out of a can.
1: It. it was freaking deviled ham. That yeah. shit's nasty. Yeah. Well,
0: what would you think of the scene, though, as far as how he was dealing with things?
1: I mean, anything in, anything could take you out. So for right. him to barricade shit and try to reinforce things that didn't look quite right or loose. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was smart, because you never know what'll take you out.
0: Right.
2: I love the Absolutely. one-sided banter of, I didn't see that one. I, that was hilarious. It was a perfect <laughs> timing for some tension relief.
0: Yeah, I mean, he started to lose it a, a little mm-hmm. bit, it seemed like, you know, and you can understand it, because he's, he sees death as as something physical, you know, an actual physical thing because he knows about the design and, and he's seen the the signs the, the you know he's seen the little you know out of the corner of his eye the shadows and stuff like yeah, that. yeah I so, was gonna
1: say people see it they see it before they die they feel yeah. it and they see it so
0: right you know the wind blows or, or whatever you yep. hear a sound or whisper mm-hmm. or whatever but he he was really starting to lose it on his own trying to barricade everything. He's tying down everything. He's got gloves on. He's eating out of a can. Um, you know, he it, it's it's just pretty crazy, but what a way to live, man. I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. This movie is definitely dark in that sense because even though he was able to save himself and others, ultimately he can't save himself and the others. You you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He's trying mm-hmm. You know he's giving it a good shot, and he's he he's smart enough to figure things out. But at the end of the day, it's a race that he's never going to win. You know, eventually mm-hmm. he, he's going to lose it. But anyways, but at the end, he realizes that Clear is the one who's next on on the list, and she's dealing with uh, the uh, the power line that gets cut and is trying to electri- electrify her. That was a really rough scene. I mean, Coriander, what'd you think of that scene? I mean, it was literally the line looked like it was actually chasing her as she ran back to her house and was climbing up to her window. Yeah, well, she was trying to save her dog, which I would have done yes. the same damn thing. Right? And Hopefully, yeah, they did
2: not kill the dog. I always appreciate when the dog or the cat does not get killed.
0: Good point. Good point. <laughs> right? Absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, she, she climbed up to her window. She jumped into her bedroom. Lights are busting up. Bulbs are busting. And she's running down the stairs. And so, anyways, Alex realizes that he comes basically to, to save her. And then he says, hey, look, I'm going to save you. Because she, she got into her car. And he says, don't touch anything because you're grounded because of the tires. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, I'll grab the, the power line. And you get out of here. So basically he's going to sacrifice himself at the end and she's begging him, you know, not to do that. But he's like, look, one of us have to survive this thing. And so he, he goes to grab the line and then gets thrown back. And you think that he dies and the movie kind of does that fade, you know, type of thing. And then you realize that he didn't die. Now, which was a shock to me. Cause I was like, wow. Okay. So Angela, we're basically coming up to to the finale here, and it's kind of got that multiple uh, twist. But mm-hmm. the final, and I well, I guess I will say death. I mean, obviously, it is a spoiler. But read the signs. Would you think of this final scene and how it played out once we realized that Alex did not die?
2: Remember how I said I wanted Carter to die, like first. He finally died, and I was like, "Yeah," but also, it's it again with the the girlfriend goes back to that kind of tragic thing. He's such a selfish character that he actually yeah. ended up saving Alex, and in doing so, it went back and got him.
0: Right. And you're
2: watching the things escalate going down, as everything's going down, like death's prepared, death's backed up, like something's <laughs> gonna happen. And you're like, wow, does not playing around anymore. Like, shit's getting right? real. And we're seeing the multi-things happening. And as he saves Alex and stands up and that sign comes down, you're like, didn't quite see that coming, but that's what came.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just crazy because it was kind of like you had this, like, double twist right in a row mm-hmm. to keep you guessing because as soon as he saves Alex and he's like... Um, uh, I forgot what he said, but Alex said something like, um, I wasn't next or something like that. And then all of a sudden you see that look on Carter's face and he's like, Oh crap. As the sign is mm-hmm. coming. Coriander, what did you think of that for the finale for the ending?
1: I mean, it was unexpected because you think that they they're safe, that, you know, maybe they did cheat death and they right. figured out the design and it's over. But yeah, obviously not and it's kind of crazy too because you gotta think when he goes and saves alex and jumps and saves you know you gotta remember that sign is got to come back i mean i wouldn't have stood directly up because that fucked him right there because that's what killed him if he like veered off to the side crawled and then got up and did his right. thing he would have survived but But he didn't know the sign
2: was coming. We, as the
1: audience, got that little information. But if it's swinging, I mean, if it's swinging, it's not just going to swing once and not out of his sight vision
2: though.
0: He didn't know. Well, and plus, I guess guess
2: you're. I guess you're right. You are right. I will take back everything I just said.
0: Well, I think the thing of it too was that he was arguing. You know, because he was talking about, um, I'm the safest person here. You know, blah, blah blah blah. You know, he was totally not thinking right. And of course, Alex at that point kind of figured it out like, Oh crap. You know, this is still, this is still going on. And, you know, Carter was just as usual being Carter. It was funny because when that scene first started and they were, you know, they, they had taken a plane, by the way, this is months after Alex almost dying. This is months after, I think it's like six months later and they take a plane and they finally go to Paris or wherever and, you know, they're hanging out. And like Carter said, who would have thought that we'd be sitting here having a drink together and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking to myself, wow, he's finally being decent. But then, you know, the jerk inside of him kind of came back out near the end because they started <laughs> to argue about the fact that death is still after them. You know what I'm saying? And he's You know, like, once an freezing. asshole, always
1: an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something <laughs> you can true. change. That, no. yeah, you, can, you can hide it for a little bit, but it always fucking comes back and creeps out.
0: <laughs> oh, no, That's true. That's true, man. But yeah, that's I think that's why he wasn't even thinking about the sign coming back because mm-hmm. he was just being a jerk and arguing and just being 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 Carter, you know, being Carter. <laughs> uh, Triff says moral of the story. Don't get complacent. <laughs> that's yeah. that's true. Although it was months later. So, I, you know, I kind of wondered to myself you know, how comfortable they were. I mean, obviously they thought they had cheated death for good. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Human
2: nature to become complacent after that long.
0: You can only live
2: on guard and alert for so long before you just are too exhausted.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Strange monkey saying, so who's next? Laugh out loud. Right. (laughs) That's what this movie was all about is like, who's next, man. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But um. But anyways, but yeah, that's the ending. We see the sign coming down behind Carter, and he just has this look on his face like, oh, shit. And then it just fades to black, you know? And I'm like, wow, that was a pretty good movie. You know, it was different. It was fresh. Like we talked about, uh, and Cory Hinder, obviously you know this, when we did our uh, top 10 horror movies of the 2000s, you know, this movie came along at a time when we needed something fresh in the genre, you know, cause we had already kind of gone past the Scream phase and yeah. all the imitators of Scream. Um, this brought, and, yeah,
1: like how Scream did for the slasher. I mean, this yeah. kind of woke horror up too and brought a new, mm-hmm. like you said, fresh look on reality, you know, yeah. so yeah.
0: reality I mean, horror, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a totally new thing with a mythology that was wide open. As we saw, as we will see in the next, the next few installments, you know, it could be anything. And yeah, and, and these movies really did make you think about any and everything could be dangerous to you. Death yeah. could get you I mean, in almost any way.
1: Yeah. I've always wanted to do the LASIK surgery. So I would not have to wear glasses and open my eyes when I wake up and see a clear, you know, picture. But yes. after this fucking movie, Oh my God. I can't remember which one it was in. Yeah, oh my God. One. I don't think I'll ever get that. Just like step on a plane again. So yeah.
0: No. Right. And Neil saying, you're only living on borrowed time. Ha ha ha. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You never know Triph where you're going to go. Yeah. Tripp saying, don't forget to drop a like. Yes, please. Thank you very much, Tripp. Mm-hmm. Please give the video a like. That would help support the channel. We'd appreciate it. But, um, but really cool movie. Angela, any final mm-hmm. thoughts for you on Final Destination?
2: You can't cheat death. And we don't know what happened to the other two. They were still alive when we last saw them in Paris. So stay tuned for the next one.
0: Right, <laughs> right. exactly. <laughs> you know, and I think that was, a, and that's another thing too. I mm-hmm. think that was a great way to end that movie mm-hmm. because you really didn't know. And you were really, you know, if you enjoyed the movie, which I think most people did when they watched it, you were really like, oh my God, what happened? And then of course, as we know, when the sequel came out, that was the question It's like, okay, you know, so in other words, they were building, they were world building basically. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was really, really cool. I think it's a very smart movie. Uh, T2YTD says it's a film that post scream felt like a breath of fresh air for the genre two and three built on that. And even more out there in bizarre ways, it looks great too. Absolutely. Uh, and also saying, even though it isn't one I'd grab right away on a movie night, I still totally understand why it's been so popular. Agreed, agreed. It's for me, it's one of those. It's almost—I don't know if this sounds weird, but it's kind of like a comfort horror movie. You know what I'm saying? Like y- you watch it, and it definitely can shake you up and creep you out. But it's—it's—it's it's, it's a comfortable horror movie to watch because you do have, you know, those moments of of, of comedy and. and and Angela had talked a little bit about how it it kind of bleeds into pop culture and real world. So it's kind of like, oh, man, I'm afraid of flying. And then, of course, I'll sit there and think, ah, you know, this is just a movie, right? You know, so it works on a bunch of different levels, I think, you know. Um, Coriander, any final thoughts for you on Final Destination? Are you excited about going through this series?
1: You know, I enjoyed all these movies. They're fun. It gives you... You know, different takes on how you could die, you know, whether it's mm. a roller coaster, a fucking tanning bed, or getting a massage. I mean, mm. it could be
0: anything. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and Triv is saying in the chat, this and the faculty are two faves of the era. That's a good point. Yeah. The faculty as well. And I know Kill really loves that one. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, though. So. We might have to talk about that one as well. Who knows? But anyways, guys, that's about all we have for Mm -hmm. Final Destination. Um, For you guys in the chat or you guys watching the replay, uh, definitely give the video a like. That would really help Mm -hmm. support us, and we would definitely appreciate that. Also, more importantly, make sure to leave a comment in the comment section. Let us know what you think about Final Destination what are your favorite scenes? Do you have a favorite death sequence? Mm-hmm. And are you excited about any of the other movies in the series that we'll be touching upon? Also make sure that you check out Angela's channel. I'm, I have the link in the description, check her out, give her a sub. She's really, really awesome. A lot of great um, content on her channel as well. And obviously Angela, we thank you for joining us here Thanks tonight. For having been, me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Triff saying, great movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think she's talking about the faculty. But yeah, it is. And <laughs> one of these days we'll have to talk about that one. We'll see. See when we can fit it into the schedule. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. And we will catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the night watch. Peace mm-hmm. out. Catch you guys later. <laughs>